It's time for Your Rights Count on AM 1360 KRWC, keeping you up to date on current and new laws and legal happenings in Wright County. Your Rights Count is brought to you by Buffalo Bail Bonds. Since 1991, Buffalo Bail Bonds has been serving the Wright County community with their 24-hour service, a service that's fast, friendly, professional, and discreet. Their licensed agents can meet you anywhere you need, and Buffalo Bail Bonds is endorsed by local attorneys. Call 763-682-6771 and let Scott, Rick, or Liz help you start the process of setting your friend or loved one free. The first step is to call Buffalo Bail Bonds at 763-682-6771 or check out their website, buffalobailbonds.net. Their office is located at 12 2nd Street Northeast in downtown Buffalo. Buffalo Bail Bonds, 763-682-6771. And now here's your host with Booselmeyer Law and online at yourrightscount.com, Ted Booselmeyer. Hi folks, today we're going to talk about the mask mandate. That is Executive Order 2081. There's a couple different sides to the issue. Of course, we all want to protect ourselves from disease and we all want to stay healthy. Those are common amongst everyone. But there seems to be a side with this issue that it's either trust the experts and that this thing's really serious, COVID, and trust the experts, and maybe the mask will do something, so we should wear it. And there's the other side that says that there's no science, no physics behind effectiveness of the mask could make you even more diseased. And then there's another side that might believe either which of those two sides, but believes that this is complete draconian government overreach and that it's an unconstitutional measure to make these mandates. I've got a special host today, and his name is Gregory Joseph. Greg was a classmate of mine at William Mitchell and an esteemed scholar. He practices at Helper and Joseph in Waconia, and he practices in the area of public interest litigation. He's successfully litigated government overreach issues before the Minnesota Supreme Court and he's licensed to practice in Minnesota and Federal District Court of North Dakota. He's a member of the Minnesota State Bar and one hell of a guy. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. How are you? Good, good. So let's hear your perspective on this mask mandate. Sure. Well, um, I think there are several problems with it, but the, the one that jumps out to me the most is that it's, it's overbroad. Um, and by overbroad, I mean it's prohibiting constitutionally protected activity. And that's the First Amendment. We have freedom of expression in this country. And by forcing a mask mandate upon people, you're limiting their freedom of expression. That's, it's sort of like free speech, if, if you want to think about it that way. Um, well, it is so I think it's about the First Amendment, right? Right, exactly. So I think it's unconstitutional on those grounds. Um, but, but that's just the beginning. Um, we also have the issue that we have statute 609.735, which prohibits the use of masks in public places. Uh, and that's subject to a few exceptions, but none of those exceptions apply here. Um, and you have, with the stroke of a pen, you have the governor overriding duly enacted legislation. Um, that's never been done before, to my knowledge. Uh, so right, that's new. It's, it's a crime to wear a mask in public under that 609. That's a criminal statute, right? Correct, correct. And it, the only exceptions, I think there's an exception for, for Halloween or masquerade parties, that kind of thing. Um, right. But again, to, to require everyone to directly violate that statute, never been done. It's new. Um, so that's the second ground. And, you know, we, we have what really should be looked at as, a mandatory dress code um, and we have 
lots of law that says, you know, again, we have a First Amendment and we have uh, a prohibition in the Constitution against a state forcing its citizens to basically virtue signal um, agreement or endorsement of some kind of alleged science that we're looking at. So, um, yeah, we, we've got a, a lot of grounds that are um, fertile for a legal attack. Well, isn't it ironic that it's very much a, a First Amendment issue and that these masks are covering our mouths? Uh, it, it is. It is. Yeah, very good. I hadn't thought of it. It is. It is very interesting. Right. And, you know, it, because the, the way to think about it is, you know, we're used to looking at First Amendment questions as, is this speech prohibited or is it protected? But really, you know, covering your face in the way we're being required to do is is sort of a, I guess the question is whether it's a positive freedom or a negative freedom. Do you have a right not to wear a mask on your face? And is that protected expression under the First Amendment? It's a legitimate question because that's that's where we are now. Um, now, what about the right to to to, to health care to take care of yourself? I mean, there's I know there's exceptions in the order for that, and those are so those are so broad that it could just be a condition, not even a diagnosis, or a psychological condition, not even a diagnosis, isn't it? Should sure, you read sure. it that way? Sure. Yeah. You you know that's that's an important question. I think it's at the heart of this whole thing, which is. You know, we're not talking about the rights of someone to protect themselves. You know, nobody's arguing that people don't have the right to wear a mask. That's certainly protected under the First Amendment, no question about that. What we're talking about is forcing others to wear masks. Right. So if you, if you have a health issue, absolutely, it's your right. And, and if you're concerned about your health and safety, you should absolutely do that. That's, that's protected. That's settled. Yeah, you're um, not required to, even under the executive order. Correct. Um, Common sense right, and common law. Right. Um, but it's when you cross that line into mandating expression, mandating rest codes. Compliance, yeah. Compliance, that's when you get into trouble. Right. And now one more quick point because we don't have much time here, but even if this was constitutional, wouldn't, as, it, as written, like if this was a law, well, it is a law because it's an executive order of power law, wouldn't it be void for vagueness because it's just so vague? Well, it, it is vague. Um, it, it is vague. For example, we don't have anything addressing religious exemptions. Um, there is a provision in the governor's order that talks about um, religious face coverings being acceptable, but we don't have anything about whether no face covering is required. Uh, that's not the right, right way to put that, Ted. Um, I would say we don't have anything that addresses whether failure to wear a face covering is a violation of someone's religious freedoms. Right, because um, some, another religion, their, their freedom may be to, to enjoy the sun and the nature and, or to just not have face coverings. That's not traditional in, in most religions. We don't go to church to, to greet each other or wherever our, our place of worship is with, our face, with faces covered, typically, for right. most people. Right, and the, the order is silent on that. So, yeah, I, I would argue uh, vagueness would apply too, sure. Well, great. Well, thanks, Greg. That's all the time that we have today, but I appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you around uh, next time you're in Buffalo. Stop in, and folks, give him a call if you're in Maconia there. He does great work. Ted, thanks for having me, and uh, take care. We'll talk soon.
Disclaimer, for advertising and general information purposes only, this radio show is not intended to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Each case is different. You should rely on the advice of your retained attorney only. Thanks, everyone. Again, this is Ted Booselmeyer with Booselmeyer Law. Don't try to spell my name. Just come check us out at yourrightscount.com or give me a buzz at 763-682-1324.